Welcome to this TED Learning Podcast. Delivering dramatically different training. Welcome to our podcast on mental health and well-being. My name's Justin. Now, there's a lot of self-help literature out there about how helping others is actually a good way to help yourself. One of our favourite mantras at TED Learning, one that's often forgotten about in the workplace, works the other way around. Do the best by yourself in order that you can do your best by others. Now, managing yourself is surprisingly difficult. It's easy to take the attitude that where there's a will, there's a way. And to assume that since you know you want to be successful, you can always trust yourself to always push your hardest to get there without needing to think strategically about motivating yourself to work. As long as you make time, you tell yourself and waste fewer hours on luxuries like sleep, you can always try and exceed everyone's expectations of you. Then there's the workaholic's double standard, the idea that it's okay for other people to take a break or to reward themselves. But when it comes to your own work, nothing is good enough. Other people seem to have time to enjoy themselves in the evenings, but they maybe just have less work to do, right? So if you're putting in all this effort, why is it that your productivity isn't soaring above that of your colleagues? In fact, by working flat out at maximum capacity, you could actually be diminishing your productivity and even making life harder for everyone else too. You don't need to feel guilty about turning off your work laptop for a weekend or leaving work in time to put the kids to bed, say. But by looking after yourself, you're doing those you work with a favour. And here's why. Number one is working harder doesn't always equate to higher productivity. Success isn't only about putting in long hours. It means playing to your strengths, acknowledging your weaknesses and resting when you need to. We're guessing your organisation wants you to be performing at your best. Well, you need to look after yourself in order to do that. Two, happiness is contagious. Nobody likes a scratchy colleague, but when you're stressed, especially when you work closely in a team, it can rub off on other people, reducing morale and affecting the team's overall performance. Fortunately, happiness is similarly contagious. So by prioritizing your own mood, you'll be boosting everyone else's too. Three, overworking leads to burnout. The harder you push yourself, the more susceptible you are to stress, which will eventually have the same effects as prolonged physical strain. You'll be forced to stop altogether. The 105 million working days lost to stress each year cost UK employers £1.24 million. Investing in your well-being can make significant financial saving. Four, tired minds make mistakes. At best, this will mean some extra work for you or your colleagues as you repair the damage. At worst, tired mistakes can cost a company dearly or even cost you a job. That makes it seem all the worthwhile getting some rest, doesn't it? Five, you'll be setting an example for everyone else. Competing over who goes home last doesn't do anyone favours, especially if you're a manager. Leading by example in how you manage yourself can encourage others to do the same, increasing overall productivity. And six, the answer could be out there. If you're on a project that makes it feel like you're constantly hitting a brick wall instead of making progress, a change of scene could provide a solution. It's amazing where serendipity has helped people achieve throughout history. At worst, looking beyond your computer screen will give your mind a refresher. At best, you could even have that eureka moment of your own. Look out for our next mental health and well-being podcast about keeping yourself in good working order. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to our regular podcasts at tedlearning.co.uk.
This podcast was produced by Ted Digital. For more information, visit our website www.ted-digital.com.